Goodest of good days, podcast pals, and welcome back to Discontent Provider, the show that, upon reflection, has decided that it's not, perhaps in the interest of the country as a whole, to pursue certain, perhaps over-ambitious policies. Therefore, from now on, neither Arkham nor myself will be insisting that all our listeners eat nothing but lemon peel and hand-caught woodlice, commute on unicycles, and submit a full report upon each and every shower they take, including a counter-signature from an approved friend, partner, or family member, certifying that they have washed thoroughly behind their ears. You're more than welcome, and hopefully we'll be able to put this behind us, and that you'll appreciate that we were acting in good faith, with the best of intentions, and for the interests of society as a whole. We also, sincerely, nay, fulsomely, hope that you'll be voting for us at the next podcast general election, given that the alternative is another decade of the grim tyranny of Joe Rogan and Susie Dent, we genuinely feel that it's the right thing to do for the nation, for the wider world, and, most importantly, for us. But enough of that. We'll have plenty of time to bask in your gratitude and deep abiding trust as this episode unfolds, I have no doubt. Suffice it to say that you're dashed lucky to have us, and if bragging vaingloriously about not doing things we had no intention of doing anyway isn't enough to place you irrevocably in our thrall until the moment you take your dying breath, then I have clearly misunderstood both interpersonal relationships and communication for a very, very long time. Mind you, I dare say I'm not the only one. Was that cats and kittens a tad heavy-handed do you think by all means speak freely there's no censorship here no taboo exists protecting foxy and arkham the providers from criticism and just rebukes from you the providee because you see this isn't a cult of some sort it's just a c3 rhythm guitarist and olympian harp god and the world's greatest lurcher hanging out in the most beautiful spot they know and submitting their views for your approval or otherwise No money is changing hands, and we're not in the overstuffed pockets of any political group, corporate sponsor, or enigmatic globalist coven who meet every 13 weeks to get ripped to fuckery on adrenochrome and violate children in the shadow of a giant owl. We're we're a simple pair, all in all, and while a legion of listeners demanding that we set up a Patreon account in order that they might heap gold upon us wouldn't particularly rub us up the wrong way, Assuming, of course, that there is a wrong way to be rubbed up. Can't say I've ever encountered one. Uh, The overriding motive for cobbling together these seances once a week is to have our say on this and that in the company of like-minded chums, have a bit of a sing-song, and, perhaps most compelling, spare the ears and sanity of a family who hear this sort of shit all the time and may or may not have intimated by some occasional subtle gesture, locking us in a shed, say, that the novelty can, on occasion wear fairly thin. I I offer this unusual insight into both the creative process and uh, our personal circumstances, partially in order to celebrate the unwavering sense of trust and community that is the hallmark of most of the truly great podcasts, but also in order that you might be fully aware that subsequent remarks and observations might, just might, be tinged with a spot of uh, mordant acceptance of and possibly even a vague resentment toward the fact that we're neither as successful or as prominent in the bustling marketplace of magic, mendacity and mediocrity that is the new media sphere as one Russell Brand. 
You may have noticed that the lad has uh, had his travails this past week. Indeed, so much so that uh, while we're still probably we'd still probably switch bank accounts with the, at the drop of a hat. Millinery, incidentally, being one area at least in which I fancy I have rusty rockets beaten nine ways from the jack every damn time. Uh, there's no way on earth I'd want to be in his shoes at the moment. Though it can't be denied uh, that the chap does have uh, an eye for a nice waistcoat and kerchief combo. So if or when he gets so desperate as to start flogging off his gear at knockdown prices, I might look into it. No, it can't be denied that even if a small percentage of the allegations made against him are true, things will be looking bleak for the boy, and deservedly so. I'm not here to litigate that, of course, trial by media, even this obscure and oft-overlooked backwater of the media, uh, isn't my bag. The dispatches programme painted a pretty horrifying picture, it must be said, and if shitty behaviour, which one sort of assumes is relatively commonplace among the stars that brighten our drab days, did, as was claimed, slide over the line on several occasions, habitually some might say, into despicable criminal acts, then I'd certainly hope he gets what's coming to him. While most of us can't, simply on the basis of a TV show and subsequent disclosures, stroke allegations, uh, know the facts with absolute certainty, as we couldn't with Phil Schofield, Hugh Edwards or Martin Branning, nay Dan Wooten, uh, we doubtless have our suspicions, opinions, gut instincts and whatnot, but that's all they are at present. Having said that, it seems a bit feeble, fence-city and whatnot, not to come down on one side or t'other. So, for the record, I'll own that I think it's highly probable that the claims made by the various ladies who have come forward are true, but that I'm open-minded enough to stop short of stating that Russell Brand is a rapist fuckstump as a matter of objective fact. I don't honestly see how anyone can do otherwise, really. I, I don't necessarily mean that I expect everyone to believe that he's probably guilty, uh, I mean to say, but uh, it's the flat statement of an opinion delivered as an uncontestable objective fact that I have trouble with. I, I realise that we live in an age where a terrifyingly large section of the population seems to genuinely believe that ending a sentence with the word FACT, all in capitals, or even, and more annoyingly, SIMPLES, confers upon any preceding words the status of unassailable truth and Buddha-like sagacity, but I do rather wonder if they really believe what they're saying. On the same level, don't they have enough self-awareness to see that they're actually uh, what they're actually affirming is not the guilt or innocence of an individual, but rather of an ideology, of a cause, or an grit-teeth-and-spits-out buzzword, agenda. Because that's what it looks like from here in the leafy seclusion of the happy place, you know? Uh, it might be Trump, it might be Hunter Biden, it might be Russell Brand, but the result, as I think I've had occasion to observe before, is always a lot of polarised screeching with dashed little evidence presented by either side. Stone me, the nastiness I've seen and heard directed at the ladies involved in the brand expose is truly ghastly. They are, if his defenders are to be believed, either fully paid up shills or just bitter bitches that didn't get what they wanted from their sack time with a zany comic dandy turned guru. Truly, it beggars belief. Which doesn't, of course, justify those who have had similar experiences instantly leaping to the conclusion that Brand obviously did it simply because all men are the same. To be fair, I haven't seen nearly as many of the latter as I have the former, but however understandable their feeling that, uh, their feeling that way is, it still doesn't make them right. 
not objectively, not automatically. It is possible for people to become a little more objective and accept a reality, uh, but it seems to take a fucking age. After all, there are even some conservatives now who are ready to admit that it's more than likely that Ted Heath really was a monstrous paedophile who used his yacht, Morning Cloud trivia fans, as a floating fuck dungeon come murder dome. Um, although that's taken a while and perhaps their readiness to at least acknowledge the possibility that it happened is due to the fact that uh, it's an historical matter and that it doesn't actually impact upon any of the current crop of Tories whom they might admire. Brand, on the other hand, is still very much with us and did have a very loud and flamboyant presence in our culture for a number of years, so it will be a while before both the white-hot loathing and the wide-eyed adoration can fade to a point whereby evidence or facts can make serious inroads into their minds. Mind you, one thing that did strike me is how many chaps who now staunchly have his back, possibly due to the intercession of such alpha male luminary as Musk and Tate, absolutely detested the bloke at the height of his mainstream success. I recall geezers getting fearfully cross about him, dressing like a ponce, talking like a weird old cunt, and generally thinking he was it simply on the grounds that they were boiling with envy due to the fact that uh, even without resorting to rape and coercive abusive behaviour so far as we knew at the time, Russell Brand was, if I might borrow a phrase from Harold Kitchener Steptoe, getting more grumble than they'd had hot dinners. It's been apparent for a long time uh, that that aspect of the Brand phenomenon has been abandoned uh, in favour of matters far more political and spiritual in nature. His wild oats having apparently been sown, uh, Rusty Rockets has reinvented himself as a family man, a settled soul looking to make the world a better place, either through engaging with political figures and punditry, or should him gabbing to anti-vaxxers not be your bag, as a purveyor of a generalised, holistic caboodle of wooey wellness and chat about God, carefully divested of any specific theological trappings. I don't know if he ever told his 6.64 million followers that God was within them, but I would hardly be knocked bandy to learn that he had. It is, of course, this dabbling in political matters that his admirers claim has brought about his fall from grace, his persecution by the global elites and his cancellation from YouTube. He was hovering over the target, the same claim made by Alex Jones during his Sandy Hook-related trials. He was onto something and thus had to be stopped. The narrative is a killer, obviously. It's got the juice and lot. Powerful enemies, a messianic hero, secret lies and sex. Most importantly, it allows his subscribers to participate in it. As wielders of the forbidden knowledge, how long until they too become a target for Soros, Schwab et al? Nigel Farage, you'll, uh, Farage, you'll recall, pulled the same stroke with all his pissing and moaning about Coots Bank, as did Donald Trump when it turned out that it isn't actually possible for top-secret documents to be declassified simply through the power of the mind. This isn't just about me, they tell their followers. They're coming after you as well. Well, they're not, of course, which is all to the good. Like all terrifying thrills, horror films, roller coasters, etc., it's fun because deep down we know one is ultimately, barring some infinitesimally small chance of a freak occurrence, going to come out of it okay. How many people look at their phones with a complacent smirk, 
uh, and saying, once I post this, shit'll really hit the fan, would actually press send if they seriously felt that said ordure would strike said air conditioning apparatus. Very few. But why point that out and ruin their good time, eh what? Because, let's face it, the consequences so far haven't even been that serious for brand. At least not as serious as those freaking out about shadow governments, deep statism and the unfathomable evil of the big tech platforms seem to feel. Yes, it appears that as of now, the uh, Met Police have received formal allegations from a number of women and are set to investigate them. Did somebody say poacher? Did, did I hear the word gamekeeper? Uh, but that's, that's nothing. What's really appalling, what marks the dawn of a new age of NWO fascism, is that Brand's YouTube setup is to be demonetized. That's right, podcast pals, it's cancel culture time. Utter twaddle, of course. He hasn't been cancelled by YouTube. They've just stopped him making, uh, raking in revenue with his videos. He's still free to create content, and indeed, as a selfless struggler against oppression, some might say that he's morally obliged to step up his output, if anything, because now it's personal, and he really ought to fight back, even if it eats into his between 10 and 40 million quid savings a bit. In fact, he needn't worry uh, about that too much. He still has a Patreon account, and can get revenue from his Rumble account. The truth is that if people want to support him financially, they can, and he is in no sense of the word cancelled. I suppose it must dull the shine of him uh, for him a bit, though, but because, uh, after all, nobody starts a cult in order to go broke, do they? And that, my friend, my divine fragment of the illuminated whole, is why you mustn't eat Cocoa Pops until they have gone soggy. Blessings be upon you, learned whole father. I have lived by your teachings for many years now. I have painted all my doors orange. I changed my name to Ambrient Temperature. And I murdered my neighbour for doubting that Sylvester McCoy was the best Doctor Who. But still, I feel I could do more. Must know more. Is it possible for an unworthy seeker to serve us in your compound? Alas, Ambient Temperature, it is not. The forces of darkness have cast a dire and dreadful enchantment over my compound in order to hamper my mission. All who live here must be female and under twenty, or face a long, lingering, agonizing death. I, of course, am resigned to my fate, because I know that my work is more important than the fleshly vessel that carries it out. Don't, and I really can't stress this enough, don't ever come to my compound. I understand, Holfather, and, and I lament your heavy burden. But still, I, I must know more of our true faith. There, there, there must, must there be a, a higher tier of knowledge bringers I could join? I realise that it might be more expensive, but I care not for earthly treasure. Mm, there is, as it happens, a higher council of light givers. Unfortunately, Membership is strictly limited, as only 2,472 may carry those higher truths, and a beamlet from Oslo just became the 2,472nd member literally five minutes before you called. What a cursed shame. You seem like just the sort of blessed seeker that we needed, too. But, uh, wait but one moment. Are you aware of the principle of threefold return? Alas, Holfather, my ignorance shames me. 
Never feel shame, my child. Ignorance is but the signpost on the, I don't know, rolling ocean of wisdom's path or something. To put it simply, there might be a way in which you can help our divine cause. Have you considered tripling your monthly contributions? Then all is as it should be. Only a fool questions the workings of destiny, and it was clearly your purpose to call me at this exact moment. It just so happens that I need a supreme lieutenant of luminescence. If you're really prepared to take on that challenge, and are ready to give your bank details to my assistant, the post is yours. Oh, happy day! You have lit up the once stygian darkness of my empty heart, old father. You have... That's terrific. I'll put you through to her right now. <sighs> I don't know. Somehow it was more fun when there was a bit more sport to it, you know? Oh, uh, well, time for my colonic. Send in Araminta with the Dom Perignon and the Golden Funnel. And I'm bound to say that for all the trappings of political analysis and humanist flapdoodle, what Brand offers people seems to me to be little more than a personality cult. An ostensibly well-intentioned one, but a a personality cult nonetheless. If you watch his videos, you'll note that his reading of geopolitics are reasonable enough on the face of it, but I'm not sure that his level of insight is any greater than mine is. And truth be told, I'm not exactly the late-lamented Brian Waldron. Big Pharma isn't to be trusted, and profit greatly from illness, you say, Russ? Oh, tell on, this is fascinating stuff. They're a powerful corporate and political interest that pursue their own profits before the good of the wider world, you say? Well, that's news to me, old sport. Thanks for the tip. No, hardly world-shattering information, is it? Stone me, the idea that he's getting too close to some sort of fiendish secret that must never be unearthed seems pretty risible, all in all. Uh, so I think those who are barking up that c- particular conspiracy theatre are, pause for laughter, are overestimating the dashing Mr. Brand as much as they are probably underestimating themselves. To give the fellow some credit, I think that those who are pining that he's of the right might be on a wrong and too. While his anti-vax, anti-lockdown shtick is very much in vogue with some far-right cats and kittens, I really don't agree with those who uh, feel that he's gone fash lately. Uh, Though it's a terrific talking point for those railing against his supposed cancellation by the liberal elite. I suppose that the truth is a good deal more cynical, that's my suspicion anyway, and that he's simply looking to scoop in as many disaffected and discontented punters as he can. Conspiracy theorists come in all shades of the political rainbow, and he makes a fairy sort of fist at walking a spiritual tightrope between woolly-minded humanism and the rougher end of libertarianism. His views on the mass shooting in Nuvalde last year were... uh, pretty telling, I think. Uh, Despite the tendency of those on the right to blame Big Pharma for uh, turning ordinary healthy neurotics into chemically crazed psycho killers, he didn't, despite his established distrust of the pill pushers, jump on that particular bandwagon. Nor, though, did he advocate gun control legislation, although he did mention it as part of a possible solution. Instead, his general view of the problem of gun violence in America was some sort of spiritual malaise that no political system could solve, rather that it could only happen if people were nicer to each other.
It was a carefully constructed homily designed to appeal to the better instincts of everybody while upsetting nobody with anything definite and subscription threatening. Now I can't say for sure if this is really a shrewd attempt to cash in on as broad a spectrum of people as possible or a sincere attempt to encourage all to reach across the aisle. Extremists often use the argument that they're doing the latter and I can't deny that Brand seems to make that point more convincingly than most but then he is an actor, a performer, so what's to be made of it? One thing we can be sure of, he's definitely not as funny as he once was. And I have to say, I did used to enjoy his verbally extravagant loose shtick immensely. A damned shame that the laughs have gone, and that they were quite possibly, mostly, born of a way of processing habitual actions and attitudes that he knew, deep down, were fucking abominable. Well, my gosh and giddy gumdrops, podcast pals. I've rattled on a bit this week, have I not? Time for us to head on home, I reckon. Doubtless to find out that somebody else we all thought was a good egg has been outed as an out-and-out rotter. All views expressed herein are, but of course, simply those of a jaded, faded, anti-folk remnant and should be used for entertainment purposes only, he said optimistically. Like and share this stuff with anyone who you feel might benefit from a regular dose of the Silver Fox and Arkham, the black and white dog. And as we brace ourselves for the song at the end once more... From both of us, cheerio. Do you know, cats and kittens, it's frightfully odd, the things that can befall a cove while uh, walking from the happy place to the state-of-the-art recording facility where we lay down these ditties on uh, the finest wax cylinders. And today I received an emergency telephone call uh, about a spot of dental work that uh, needed to be done. So consequently, as you may have already uh, gleaned, uh, my syllabants and other Uh, what do you call them, phonemes, uh, are a little off. But I decided I'd do the song anyway. I mean, I was a bit worried that it might sound ridiculous, but uh, let's face it, my friends, I rather fancy that that ship has sailed already, eh what? So uh, let's have a go at it, shall we? Uh, Thank you, and I crave your kind indulgence. Let me tell you how glad I am I found you Roaming like an innocent lamb Lost in the mainstream media sewer Where everything's a scam Nobody's ever told you the truth Small wonder you feel lost I can give you something even better than proof For a moderate monthly cost Now we found each other I'll be your big brother Or big daddy if you like Call me daddy if you like Let me get you out of those filthy lies that smother your beautiful soul Set you straight and to open your eyes really is my only goal Forget pills and potions and those evil vaccinations that are made to make you sick Let me sell you a gated guided meditation or let you have a suck on my dick Left wing, right wing, I don't give a damn Your money will spend the same Yeah, your money will spend the same
marks for a grifter who tells them what they're longing to hear. Politics are holy with them in a lot of stuff to give them, or spite with paranoia and fear. Stuffing cash into their pantry like a modern old McGantry, they gotta make it while after they can. When the final curtain calls, they're never too appalled, they always have a backup plan. Parasites of all descriptions, shouts of form and subscription, and they've all got a fucking blue tick. Just so you know that, well you know, they're all really, really legit.